Hey everyone, before we get started in today's stories, I need to give a disclaimer for sexual harassment for story number one and story number four. And also, story number five mentions some racism. I'll have all the stories labeled in a pinned comment in case you want to skip any of them. But I decided to post a little extra this week. And before we start the stories, remember, if you want to send in a story, you can send it at southerncannibal.com. And without any more interruptions, let's get started. And remember, to always stay hungry. One night when I was 17, I was clothes shopping at Walmart. I was trying to get on a couple of pairs of jeans in the fitting room. After I tried on the first pair, I walked out of the fitting room and I walked around a little bit of the clothing department to try and break them in. So I switched back into my other pants and bought three pairs of the jeans that I tried on. I went to go check out, and when I got to the self-checkout, there was this guy staring at me. He looked to be in his early 40s. He was tall, about six foot three, skinny, had short black hair, and he had a creepy grin on his face, like a demon straight from hell. I try not to pay attention to him, so I checked out. I then went to my car and drove home. Two hours later, at about 11.30 p.m., I had gotten a text from an unknown number. The text said, Hey, did you see me at the self-checkout at Walmart a couple hours ago? I asked who it was, and another text came in saying it was the same guy that was staring at me at the self-checkout. I then texted him back, asking, Oh, hello, where did you get my number from? He said that he saw it in my open wallet when I was in the fitting room, and he said he just wanted to say hello. As you can imagine... I was pretty creeped out by this. I was just like, uh, yeah, alright then. He said he wanted to get to know me because I seemed cool to him. He then sent me another text saying that those jeans that I was wearing made my butt look hot, and he asked me to send him a picture of me in my underwear. I was disgusted. I told him I was a 17-year-old guy. He then said, It's alright. I'm really into people your age. Just send me one picture of you in your underwear. I told him no and that he shouldn't be flirting with a minor because I was only 17 at the time. He told me he was gay and he told me to also send him a picture of me naked. I told him to go fuck himself and I told him he's a pervert for asking a 17 year old dude for nude photos and photos of me in my underwear. He said that he knew where I lived and he would come to my house and strangle me if I didn't send him any of the photos of me naked or in my underwear. I went to go show the text to my mother. She saw all of the texts, and she was furious. We then got in the car and drove to the police station to file a report. We showed them the messages, and they printed them off as evidence. They tracked the guy's phone number, and it was confirmed to be the same exact guy who gave me that devilish grin at the self-checkout at the Walmart. The police came back and told us that he was a registered sex offender and a pedophile, and was also wanted for abduction of a nine-year-old girl. Long story short, this guy ended up getting arrested. Both me and my mom were very relieved that he was arrested, 
and we never did see him again after that night. So the story is actually pretty short in comparison to some of the others I've heard. But honestly, consider that a good thing, as nothing actually came of it thanks to how quickly it was handled. I believe it was when we went out for my mother's birthday. We had dinner at a nice restaurant, and then my brother, partner, and I decided to take her over to Walmart so we could all buy her a present, since it's easier to take her to pick something out than it is to figure out a surprise gift. Anyways, while we're there, my brother goes off to the aisle with the Hot Wheels cars on it, since he's an avid collector, and my partner, mother, and I won all over. None of us are bothered by letting my brother go anywhere on his own since he was 17 at the time. He is also not a small kid by any means, nor does he look like a child. But that doesn't take away from the unsettling event that followed. My mother and partner were really invested in something in the aisle we were on, but I could hear talking coming from the next aisle over. I had assumed that my brother was alone, so I decided to go check it out and see if maybe he had run into a friend of his. When I rounded the corner, I saw him and a rather skeezy looking old guy. He was probably late 40s to mid 50s and he was dressed in a NASCAR shirt and cargo shorts. For some reason, I instantly felt very put off by him. The conversation he was holding with my brother had stopped when I came down the aisle. So I approached my brother and I asked what he was looking at. He showed me a couple of cars that he was planning to buy, and I moved on down the aisle back to where my mother and partner were. I instantly told them that we needed to go to the next aisle over with my brother, and that a creepy looking man was over there with him. My mom being the overprotective type she was, didn't hesitate, nor did my partner. Which I might add is also imposing, which probably helped a lot. We came around the aisle, and when we did, the man instantly backed away from my brother and ran, like flat out ran out of the aisle and away from us. We caught him a few more times in the store shopping, and once again on his way out. We assumed he must be a trucker, since he was heading for the truck stop across the street rather than a car. It unnerves me to think what might have been said or been done had we not approached them when we did or if my brother had been younger or more naive. According to my brother, the man had claimed to be a Lego collector from New York. I don't know what else was said, but he was definitely also creeped out by the guy. So yeah, that's my unsettling story. My name is Leah, I'm 11, and this is one of those stories that happened to me and my mom. The first one happened in 2018 when I was six. I'll say this right now, thank goodness I inherited my mom's photographing memory, because otherwise some of this may not even make sense to anyone listening to it. I remember that it was February 11th, six days before my birthday, and my mom, grandma, uncle, and I were in the family truck on our way to the local Walmart to get some groceries, and my mom wanted to pick out my cake. She said if I was good, she'd maybe give me a toy as an early birthday present. I really wanted a Merida doll because I really loved the movie Brave, so I told my mom that I'd be really good. She just laughed and said, I know, Pumpkin, 
just remember what mom says. Don't talk to strangers or go anywhere with them. I nodded. I was a bit of a spunky and wild child. Grandma always called me Little Merida because of how stubborn and wild I was, but I always tried to be good for my mom so she'd have less stress on her. We arrived at Walmart and my uncle got a cart. My mom put me in the toddler seat in front and buckled me in before wheeling it towards the doors. As we walked closer to the entrance doors, I saw two people, a man and a woman, and they looked to be in their 20s and they were standing by the door. They were stopping people and talking to them while they held out small oranges, asking kids if they'd like one. My uncle rolled his eyes and said in a bored tone, Weirdos, probably begging for money instead of getting a real job. Losers the whole bunch. I heard my mom say in a stern tone, Jack, you don't know that for sure. Maybe they're just trying to be nice. Don't set a bad example for Leah. He just muttered a, Huh, whatever, as we entered the store. About two hours later, we had finished our shopping and had checked out. I had my Merida doll in her box next to me in the seat. Mom took the cart and wheeled me out. We heard a man's voice say in a kind tone, Excuse me. I turned and saw the two people from before coming up to us now. Now that they were up close, I saw that they looked very dirty and a bit off, like their eyes gave away that they might have other not-so-nice plans. The man came up and stopped the cart. I quickly moved my hand away. I could see orange peelings on his fingers, and they looked sticky. The man looked at my mom and then said, Your daughter's so cute. Can me and my girlfriend pray over her? We want to know that one of his angels are safe with a loving soul like you. My mom, wise to the fact that something weird was happening, then said, No thank you. We have to get home to dad, don't we, honey? Somebody needs to give dad a big hug and kiss when we see him, don't you? We'll be going now. She started to walk away, but the man stopped our car yet again, saying it would be a short prayer and he wouldn't do anything else. But I saw the woman circling around mom, and she looked like she was going to grab my mom's purse. This is when I then yelled out, Mom, she's going to take your purse! I then saw my Uncle Jack running towards us from the truck. He'd gone to unlock it and help Mom get me in, along with the groceries. I heard him yell, Hey, get the hell away from them, you creeps! The man turned, and Uncle Jack then shoved him away. The woman pulled out a knife and then pointed it right at my uncle, who then laughed and said, Yeah, go ahead and try it, bitch. I'll drop you where you stand. She did, and that was a huge mistake. My uncle knows karate, and within what seemed like seconds, she was on the ground, the blade way out of reach. I was in tears, screaming at the man who looked ready to attack my uncle not to hurt him. Someone was actually yelling that the cops were coming, and when they did, the two were arrested. One of the officers asked if I wanted my doll out of the box so that I could hold her to feel safe, and he opened up my Merida doll for me. He seemed really nice, and he told me that I was like Merida for being so brave and also telling my mom about what the man was going to do. I asked if we could go home and celebrate my birthday now. The officer smiled. Yeah, 
Go ahead and celebrate your birthday, little hero. Have two pieces of cake. You earn the second piece, the officer said. As we drove home, Uncle Jack sighed looking at Mom, and he then said, Yeah, what did I say? You can't trust these weirdos. He then glanced at me in the rearview mirror and then smirked, saying, I owe you another present for your birthday, little Merida. So yeah, to that weird couple that wanted to pray over me, I have an amazing idea instead. How about the two of you never encounter me again? This is the second story and is a personal experience of my mom's from her days working at Walmart as a cashier in the liquor store. The store has the liquor store inside of the store between the vision center and the customer service desk, and there's a door leading to the parking lot inside the liquor store that the customers can enter and exit through. Okay, now here's the actual story. My mom was on her eighth and final year at her Walmart store. She didn't think it would be her last year, but this made her reconsider. The store wasn't in a bad part of town per se, but it did have the occasional creeps, drug addicts, and of course drunks. She was organizing the shelf of wine coolers when the door leading to the outside opened and a skinny tall man in his 30s then walked in, his head down and looking really down. My mom asked the man if he was okay and that he seemed really down. The man looked at my mom and said sadly, Not really. I've been having a really bad day. My girl left me. My car's close to dying on me. And I just feel so worthless. Can I have a hug? I need to feel better. My mom was a little weirded out, but gave a very brief hug to the man. She smelled something like weed or something on his leather jacket. And she quickly pulled away but the man just smiled and walked into the store. About 10 minutes later, he came back and he asked to buy about four small bottles of a flavored vodka called UV. It comes in a lot of different flavors, and when my mom asked for his ID, he gave it to her. So she gave him the flavors he requested, and he exited out through the door leading outside. About 30 minutes later, he returned, and he asked for four more. She said that she couldn't do it without her manager's approval, and she then called the manager over her walkie-talkie she had near her, but one of the service desk people came instead. Her name was Sadie. Sadie didn't really like my mom and just gave the man what he wanted, and he left again. Another 30 minutes go by, and as my mom is ringing up these two young ladies, the guy comes back in, staggering, and getting in line behind the two girls and he starts to make really lewd comments about what he'd do to them and to my mom before leaning over the counter and then whispering drunkenly to my mom. Give me all those little bottles, bitch. You better not say no, or I'll take that little ass and make you sorry you did. Now hurry up. Give me all of them, you little whore. One of the girls ran into the main part of the store and to the service desk. Meantime, my mom was saying, No! No, I can't! I won't. All while having an internal mental breakdown as this man came near to the back of the register, basically trapping her there since it was against a wall. Before he could do anything, however, two managers and another customer service clerk, her name was Jane, then came running in as my mom cowered. The man, obviously drunk and feeling pretty ballsy, 
turned to the two managers and then said, Don't even fucking think about stopping me. I'll knock your fucking lights out, motherfuckers. One of the managers, the shorter of the two named Kyle, went to my mom's side and then shielded her from this drunken creeper, while the other taller one named James looked down at this guy. He just replied calmly, Yeah, just try it, buddy. I'll meet you outside in a minute, then let's see how tough you really are. The man glared at my mom and then said, Yeah, this ain't over, whore, and stomped out into the main part of the store, raging. Kyle tried to calm mom down, but she panicked so bad she had asked Jane to take mom to the back and clock her out for the whole day while we called her mom to pick her up. As Jane and mom were about to leave, the man walked over and then tried to apologize for his horrible behavior. He then asked if he could give my mom a hug to make her feel better. But Jane shielded my mom and told the guy to back off or she'd make him sorry. He did, and when they were halfway to the back of the store where the time clock was, they then heard the man yet again screaming profanities, and we also heard a police officer yelling at the man to put down a box cutter. The psycho had grabbed a box cutter from a passing employee and was now brandishing it like a knife. Mom said that after that happened, she clocked out and got home, and she later found out that the guy had been arrested. Not only was he drunk, but he was also high on weed and cocaine as well. When she was asked if there should be charges pressed for all that he did, her dad, being in full Papa Bear mode, wanted to protect Mom from further pain and said yes. Thankfully, she left three months later, and she and I live a much happier life in the southeastern part of the states. But sometimes we still think about that crazy guy and how he tried to hurt my mom when she just tried to do her job and be so kind to him. So to the crazy man that tried to assault my mom for denying you booze when you were drunk and high, I hope I never meet you. So I was at Walmart today with a simple goal of just buying some odds and ends for a business trip coming up. Well, as you might expect, I was at the section where they sell the typical array of travel-sized toiletries. One-ounce tubes of toothpaste, mini bottles of shampoo, etc. I just wanted a few of those small, empty plastic bottles you can put anything in, and I was in the process of looking at a pack of them when I heard a gruff voice then ask, Hey... Are you looking for some good lotion? I turned to see a middle-aged man who looked quite red and sweaty in the face, as if he had just finished some very rigorous workout. As you can imagine, I was caught a bit off guard by this unexpected interaction. I think the only response that I managed to stammer out was, um, but without skipping a beat or waiting for me to finish my confused response, the guy grabs one of the 99-cent mini tubes of Gold Bond lotion and then says, This right here, this is real good lotion. You just squirt it on right where it hurts. And before I even had a grasp on the whole situation, the guy then squeezes at least half of the lotion in the tube into his mostly bald head. Now, I didn't notice this at first glance, but his scalp was very scabby and not typical scabs either. Well, I assume they were scabs anyways. They were these quarter-sized, extremely inflamed, crusty wounds on his head. 
After he squirts the lotion on his head, he immediately rubs it into a particularly bad-looking scab and then moans. Oh, yeah. He then tosses the tube right back in the bin with the other mini gold bond lotions, and then he says, Quite matter-of-factly, This is for the Caucasian people, and cocoa butter is for the black people. I really didn't know how to respond to this, and I noticed a woman several feet behind us looking at us with the surprised bug-eyed expression on her face. Now, I realized that maybe the most polite thing to have done would have been to continue to stand there and listen to this interesting individual then inform me about what lotions are the most appropriate for each racial group, but it may come as no surprise that I was thoroughly creeped out by this weirdo. For some reason, I grabbed a handful of the compact toothbrushes, which I don't even need, and I tossed them into my cart, and I then scurried down the aisle away from this man. I have to admit, I was quite scared that he would start following me. I found myself zigzagging through random aisles until I finally stopped somewhere in the automotive section. To my great relief, I saw no sign of him. Although I continued the rest of my Walmart shopping a bit on edge, very worried that I might encounter the strange man again. Luckily, I was able to finish shopping without seeing him. Now, I realize this is very far from a typical scary story, but it did personally creep me the hell out, so that's why I'm sharing it. As always, everyone, please be careful and watch out for weirdos. Hey everyone, I hope you all enjoyed these stories. If you ever want to submit your own, you can do so at southerncannibal.com. Have a good night, everyone. And remember, to always...